What's going on, people? Thank you for tuning in to Culture Convo with Boston Podcast. I am your humble host, Brandon Boston. And before we get started in today's episode topic, I just want to say welcome to everybody, and I appreciate you all who's listening to the sound of my voice. It means a lot as I try to bring these uncomfortable conversations to uh, the masses and hope that we can have a better understanding of one another, you know, for People who may not know what it is that I'm doing, I believe in balance. So, you know, of course these things are going to be coming from a male's perspective, but that doesn't mean that what I'm saying is right, wrong, or indifferent. It's just getting, for one, I would like my ladies to see things from a different perspective from their own because I don't believe that there's a platform for men to speak their truth about the trauma and things that they go on without some type of contradictory uh, outcome that's coming from it. And I just want, with these uh, subject matters, that people just maybe have these conversations in their circle so they won't be so difficult to do so when we try to pursue one another in the forms of relationships or just trying to merge generational gaps and things of that nature. You know, everybody will be uh, comfortable. So with that being said, um, I'm going to make this episode about relationships, and it's going to be spoken from both sides, but I want to, you know, of course, like I said, give the male perspective, but the question that I want to pose to the masses is when we talk about relationships, whether it's amongst ourselves or whether it's in, you know, our own social circles with our homeboys, our homegirls. When we say we want a man or a woman, how much of a man or a woman do we really want? And that's a question that came from a lot of my own personal relationships, attempting to be in conversations that I heard from others. And I just wanted to shed some light on it to see if, like, we as men and women are thinking about things from a broader perspective than our own. So to do just a little quick back background drop, I mean, Webster's defines a man as basically an adult male human. And the same thing will be said for a female. The female is considered an adult fe- uh, adult female. I mean, a woman, excuse me, would be an adult female human. So... The key thing in that definition is adult. So, you know, all words are subjective. Like, age doesn't make you an adult. J. Cole had a a verse in one of his old songs. I can't think of the name of the song, but he said, everybody grows old, but not everybody grows up. So age doesn't define, you know what I mean, being a adult society does when you become 18 you know you're an adult but really at 18 how much do you know you know what I mean like I'm I just turned 39 and I'm still learning stuff as a quote-unquote adult so just by saying that you've grown but have no actions behind it does absolutely nothing so going back to the question at hand how much of a man or a woman do we want I'll start with the fella's perspective and then I'll Bring it back to the fellas so we can try to understand some of the things that the ladies struggle with with us. So ladies, like when you say you want 
a man? Like, do you quantify that? Like, is there, like, this scenario or this checklist of what you define that, you know, like a man is? It is, is it that he has to be able to provide financially? Does he have to look a certain way? Does he have to carry himself a certain way? Like, is it character-based? Is it value-based or is it aesthetic-based? Like, do you want someone to, to look the part? Because what I'm, what I'm noticing is, from a man's perspective, and this votes well for you guys, ladies, because like I said, I'm transparent, and I used to be every type of dude, so I'm not here to judge nobody. I'm not casting anybody into heaven or hell because I don't have one to put you in, and no one has come back from either one to confirm that they exist. But I know there's a lot of dudes that's out here that are misguided. Now, we didn't have father figures. We didn't have positive male role models. Some of our mothers was terrible to us. Family members could have been terrible to us. So because the premises of when we are birthed and we come out, there's something about this manchismo that we're supposed to have. So, like, we're not allowed to cry. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're not allowed to show emotions. We're not allowed to feel these emotions because... It's always has a negative connotation behind it. So when you're taught that for so long and then you grow into this quote-unquote adult and now you're out here trying to get into a relationship with no real life experiences of handling your own emotions but you have an expectation to be able to handle or care for a woman's emotions and feelings. It's just not reality. But we are supposed to already like come already put together. We're supposed to have everything together. But it doesn't have to necessarily be the same thing for for women. So what I'm noticing, like as I developed into a quote unquote good man, like what I was noticing, like going through like a lot of women just didn't have their stuff together. So it's like when you get a dude who come through and he has some kind of structure, you know, balance, you know, discipline. You know, he knows his worth. Like, you can't control him with sex. You know, you can't uh, manipulate him with, you know, I got more than you because he got his stuff together. Like, a lot of times women will run away from that type of, of guy. So, it's like, if it forces you to change, most of the time, you know what I mean, from my experiences and seeing it and hearing it, most women will, will run from it even though they claim that they want this quote-unquote good man, but not at the expense of changing their behavior or their attitude. So you get these cliches where, you know, they couldn't handle a strong black woman or woman in general, or you'll get, you know, if he's financially uh, stable and you're not, it'll be like, well, money ain't everything. But on the flip side of that, if he didn't have the means to be able to take care of of himself, you wouldn't entertain him to begin with. So, like, there's all these kind of cliches and justifications for, in my opinion, you know, women not have to be accountable for, you know, having to change. But it boils back to what I was saying before. Like, a lot of dudes want positions and titles without having the capabilities to be able to man them. Like, we look at Submission is like a curse word nowadays, but both people have to submit to the other person. Like, neither one of you can control the other. 
So if I want to go out, if I want to drink, if I want to smoke, if I want to do whatever it is I want to do, you can't tell me I can't do it because I'm grown. I'm an adult. I have to account for my actions. However, if I do those things knowing that they make you feel some kind of way, then I also got to accept the consequences of my behavior. So, you know what I mean? I can't can't have it both ways. And that's what I'm starting to see on a lot of, a lot of things. Like, a lot of women don't want to change or they've tried to change for the wrong guy. So now this guy comes along that is halfway decent. Now you either side-eyeing or you, like, trying to conjure up these things in your mind to speak to your unconscious to bring forth, you know what I mean, your reality of your past experiences. And like I tell people all the time, you can only live in one tense. You know what I mean? You got the past, you got the present, and you have the future. The past, there's nothing you can do about it. So if you dwell there, you're going to forever constantly spend some things that happen to you that either you did or you allowed to happen that you just can't change. The future, you can plan for it, but you have no control on if you ever get there or, or if the route you put together is going to be how God sees fit to bring it to fruition. So that's a portion that you, can, you can't control. So the only thing you can control is the present. So while we're in the present moment, you know, you got to take each individual person for his or her own merits because they didn't do those things to you. You know what I mean? They might be the gender of the person who did it to you, but they're not those people. So when you hold them to your past, you can't expect them to want to stick in there and, and deal with those kind of things. Even though things require a level of patience, it can't just be your default to always go to and you tell a person to just understand when you're not understanding of their shortcomings that they may have in areas that you want somebody to come already ready into. So it's like, Ladies, if you can just, you know, keep an open mind and, like I said, take some accountability in the sense of, like, maybe you just chose wrong. So, you know, you chose all these wrong dudes, whether it's to procreate with, letting your personal space, whatever the case may be. So, you know, I mean, you could have been immature at that time. You could have been in a tough situation in life. Whatever it was, like, you know what I mean, take it on the chin. But at the same token, if this new dude come in and showing himself worthy of being a suitable partner for you, like, give him enough rope to hang himself, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't hold on to the, it's bound to happen because, you know, the law of attraction, anything that you think you're going to manifest. So, you know, you're setting yourself up for failure in the long run. So you might allow it to function for a few weeks, a few days, or a few months, but Essentially, your subconscious is going to get the best of you if you hold that person to things that happened in your past. So it's the same thing, you know, going back now, trying to get my fellas to understand how, how it can seem from a woman's perspective. Like, I'm not a female. I'm just telling you, like, societal things that's a part of manhood that sometimes we drop the ball on, but we want all the acknowledgement and recognition. So it's like, as a as a guy, like if a woman challenges you to be better or do better, there's nothing wrong with that. Like as long as you're not being emasculated, like as long as it's not something held over your head, because like I said, it's going to always be a double standard. That's why I don't believe equality will ever come to fruition because there's always going to be something that's going to be associated to a woman or a man that the other person 
is going to always use as a justification of why or why not. So for an example, God set up childbirth. So men just can't carry babies, no matter what the scenario is. That is a woman. Once we, you know what I mean, skeet shot this uh, seed into that fertilizer, our job is done for the next 40 weeks. You know what I mean? That bond is built with the woman. They do all those things. So let's just say, you know, your lady had a better job, a better paying job. So during that better paying job, you know, your job didn't pay as much, but you had more flexibility to be able to work at home. So if you was to be able to stay at home and get the kids together and do all those things, now, like I said, you can't breastfeed and do all those other kind of stuff, but they got pumps and all those things that a child can still get that nourishment or nurturing. When that female goes to work with her family members, you know, her sorority sisters, colleagues, whoever it is, and they find out that you are at home taking care of y'all children, the narrative is going to never be the same. It's going to be like, girl, why are you letting him stay home? You know what I mean? Like, you signing up to take care of a dude. So it's like, why is it that when the roles are reversed, it's never the same energy? So if the energy was the same, I'd be with all these uh, narratives. Because like I said, I'm not naive. Like I said, there's certain things. The benefit of being a man is just that. I'm a man, so there's certain things that come with it. And the benefit of being a woman is just that we're different. So we're going to think different. We're going to process things different. doesn't mean that one is better or greater than the other, but that's your superpower. So it's like if a man makes more than a woman and he takes care of her, that's what he's supposed to do. But if a woman makes more than a dude, you could throw that in his face every day. Like, who are you to say X, Y, Z because I make more money than you? So like these... These uh, back and forth scenarios where like on one hand it's justifiable, then on the other hand it's not. We have to learn how to get over that because at the end of the day it's a partnership. Like what worked in your last relationship might not work for this current relationship. So you know what I mean? Y'all got that person has a new personality. Like from your hurt and your pain, you should have grown from that. So you know you see things a little bit more different. You know you can be cautious you know we was taught in the military you know you confirm but verify so like you can still have those fears and you know you can sit back and see if these people bring that same kind of energy to you but to walk around with an expectation that like this just not gonna work it's just not cool so it's like we have to start being honest with ourselves like when we say we want a man or woman or we want to be in a relationship like we have to have that honest conversation that as to at what cost because it's going to require us to change like in my opinion I think you give up 50% of your freedom when you become in a relationship because like I said you don't you don't have to like I don't have to call and check in on you know what I mean my old lady I don't have to say hey you know are you okay hey I was thinking about you I don't have to do any of those things that would be nice if I did but I don't have to. But if I don't do them, you know what I mean? It's, it stems up to, like, the questions of, like, you know what I mean? Does this person care? Like, it's, it's, it goes back to, like, the vulnerability. So, like I said, there's consequences and repercussions for everything we do and the things that we don't do. 
But it's like whatever that we're struggling with, we want everybody to understand. But when somebody else has their struggle that we've already overcome, then we don't want the same. We don't want to exercise the same level of patience with them. We just want what we want. And like a lot of times we just forecast things on people without even giving them the opportunity to know that they're in some kind of psychological game with something that happened to you in the past. And like that's unfair to those people. And that's why I had to learn. It doesn't matter how you try to prolong. You can't like, you can prolong the future, but you cannot stop it from happening. So like if you do something that bothers me and I don't sit down and have the conversation with you, because maybe you don't know that you're doing it. Maybe you do know that you're doing it and that's your default because, you know, you've always had to handle things that way. But we got to come up with a happy medium because you can't always do what you want to do and expecting a positive result. But if I do something that, you know, is my struggle, my shortcoming, I don't get the same energy, that's where you you fall in line with all these issues and these problems. And it's like the biggest thing that we deal with is, you know, it's either going to be sex or it's going to be children. Because, like I said, I come from a small, I'm a small minority in the society realm. Like, I'm about to be 40, and I don't have any children. You know what I mean? I have, I've been married, but we didn't have any any kids because we had certain plans that we said we were going to wait because we had goals. And, like, kids don't come with receipts. Like, they're not sneakers. Like, you can't return them to the store. Once they're here, they're here. So, you know, I just never, you know, found, I guess, the the right wound through these 39 years to to drop my, my seed in. Because like I said, I take I know it sounds probably crazy, but I take fatherhood like more serious than relationships, even though I've never like willingly attempted to go inside of a vagina and just say, yo, I'm a I'm a bus off. Cause I I knew who my father was. You know, he was around, but he wasn't in the house on my day to day um operations and I know how that affected me as a man or a young male or adolescent growing up into a man. So I don't want that for, you know, my child. Like, I understand because I've been, I've been around kids. I'm good with them. I just don't have any of my own. But, like, my perspective is not even considered because if I meet a woman who has one child, two children, or multiple, it's always going to be like, well, we're a package deal. So it's like, I understand that, but it's like, it still requires us time to get to know one another. So, like, you, if you want to pursue a relationship, then, like, you're going to have to find ways for us to get to know one another so we can see if this is going to go anywhere. But at the same token, just because I'm single and I don't have kids as my responsibility don't mean that I don't have other responsibilities that take up my time. So my time is valuable as well. So if we can only adapt and adjust when it's convenient for you, that's not sacrifice. So, like, I'm going to have to sacrifice because I know I work Monday through Friday. I don't work on the weekends. So somebody's weekends might be all that they have, but their children might have events during the week. I mean, during the weekend or whatever the case may be. Or they might only get a few Sundays. Like, maybe Sunday is their only day off. But it's like they haven't had any time to themselves. So it's like I know they need time to relax and unwind. So, like, how is it going to be time for me? You know what I mean? It's like those things are important to figure out in the beginning. And like they normally will cause strife because you can't have a conversation. What I notice about women with children that I've dealt with over the time, 
and it's not all. I'm just giving you a grand scheme of things of, of like a good majority of my experiences. The minute that you mention anything about kids, women will take that as an attack on their motherhood. Like if you just ask a question like, yo, like, you know, when are we going to spend some time? Or, you know, you don't have to do things this way or vice versa. Like them joints turn into arguments and all you try to do is just let them know like, hey, I understand your situation, but like either we're going to make time to know one another or we got to let each other go because talking on the phone all the time just not going to work or just texting all day long. Essentially, we got to spend some physical quality time so I can see, you know, where this is going. You can see where this is going because you can't involve kids like right off the bat when y'all don't know where you're going. You got to have some kind of establishment. And like we have to start being honest because I know for males, you know, it's cool for us to be, quote unquote, promiscuous. We can do us all day long. And it's like a lot of times what I'm hearing from from ladies nowadays, fellas, you might want to take heed to this. A lot of times these chicks, I'm not going to say these chicks, That's um, I apologize. A lot of females that I know are telling me that they don't like, they don't really want to be in a relationship, but they have needs. So like they just want to get it in. So like there's a lot of things you think you're trying to do. That's like all they want. At that moment. But at the same token, I, I try to tell them, the ones that I speak to that know I rock with them, like, that's being disingenuous. Because, like, if you tell a person what your intentions are, you allow them to make their own choices. But if I make a choice for both of us, and you feel some kind of way after you find out, then I got to own all that because I was being, you know, disingenuous with the situation. So it's like the whole goal goes back to just communication. And, like, communication is verbal and nonverbal. Like, there's answers in what you don't say and what you don't do. So it's like if somebody's challenging you to be better or step outside yourself or push you, you don't have to run from that. You know what I mean? Like, if you, you have to really sit down with yourself to you know to know that you're not playing tricks with yourself because, like I said, some people's intentions aren't, aren't pure. You know what I mean? They just want to come in. And, like, helping people, so to speak, is, like, a drug to them. You know, they want to just help you out so you can say, well, you need me. And, you know, it becomes a controlling factor. But if you're trying to really be out here in these streets and build something with somebody, you're going to have to ask these what, ask these questions, and then you're going to have to answer them. Like, how much, you know, a man or a woman do I really want? Because, like, most of the times when something is good for you, it might not necessarily feel good to you during the time. Like I said, when you're going through sickness, you know what I mean, Robitussin might not taste good, but the results thereof, you know what I mean, is beneficial for you. So a lot of times we just got to learn how to get over ourselves and we have to learn how to be honest with ourselves first before we can be honest with other people. And we got to just remove all these, like, these gender roles and, like, just all this stuff that's causing confusion because, like, we're living in a different day and age. Like, women make more money than men for the most part of the, the scenario, even though the wages are lower. Because, like I said, education, more women are educated than men. And I'm not saying that you have to have an education or a dude have to have a college degree or nothing like that because everybody don't desire to go to school. But you got to figure out what works 
for you and your situation. And y'all build upon that because, like I said, everybody's going to have an opinion. Somebody's going to tell you what you should and should not do. But you have to wake up and live and deal with yourself. So I always tell myself before I tell everybody else, like, that's why I'm cool with whatever it is I decide to do because I made that decision on my own. Now, I can seek counsel, but those people can't do the stuff for me. I still, it's just like prayer. You can pray all day long, but you still have a responsibility to go out and do something. God has a part to play, and you have a part to play. You can't play his, and he can't play yours. So, you know, I just want people to just start with that small uh, frame of mind. Like, when you say you want a man or a woman, like, how much of a man or a woman do you want? Because... It's going to require you to change if you find somebody. There's some good good women out here. I know. I know a whole bunch of them. You know what I mean? So, like, I never let dudes be like, yo, these chicks out here, you know what I mean, ain't about nothing. Now, there's a good majority of them falling in that that category because of social media and, like, this just thirst culture that we have adopted. But I know a whole bunch of solid women that's out here on the grind doing what they got to do. And they're just looking for some kind of compatibility so they can build and grow and travel and do all those other type of things that most normal people want. And the same thing when I talk to some of my homegirls. I cannot let you paint the picture that a whole bunch of dudes just, you know, ain't about shit. You know what I mean? It might be just the dudes that you talk to. You know what I mean? You might have to check what what kind of energy that you're giving off. But I know plenty of stand-up fathers, husbands, you know what I mean? Dudes out here in these streets that's really genuine, compassionate, that been through the ringer, but still just choose to wake up and put one foot in front of the other and do do right. You know what I mean? They may not want to be in a relationship right now because they're still working on themselves or working on some goals, but at the end of the day, you know, they're trying to put their best foot forward so when their queen comes along, you know, they'll be ready for it. So, Let's get out of the cliches, you know what I mean? Let's start with ourselves. Let's first start with the accountability of ourselves. Like, what are we doing or not doing that's causing these things? And just be honest with yourself, you know what I mean? Write some things down that you feel you know you need to work on. And when the opportunity presents itself for you to do something different, do something different. Don't just do the same thing you you were doing before, expecting a, a different result. So that's just the basis of what I want to give to you all on this episode I don't want to make it too long because like I said I I want to be able to put multiple subject matters out I want to have guests and things of that nature so I really don't want to be going 45 minutes an hour just me so you know what I mean I appreciate everybody who's listening to this I appreciate everybody in advance who's going to have conversations about this in their own uh personal circles I thank everybody who's going to share this um I just appreciate y'all listening to me and giving me an opportunity to just try to help people through my struggles. Like, I don't, I have a degree, you know, it's in communications, but I don't have a psychology degree. You know what I mean? I'm not a mental health therapist or nothing like that. I'm just a dude who done been through a lot that's just trying to use my hurts, my past, like some of the things that I've done that, you know, I'm not proud of as well to be able to help somebody else. I feel that's my gift to give to the world. So that's what. You know what I mean? I value doing. So, again, I appreciate y'all listening. If anybody wants to follow me on my social media handles on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat, it's just going to be culture underscore convo. 
the podcast that I'm using right now to it publishes on iTunes and Spotify and other places. I'm gonna be over on uh, Anchor, and that is Anchor A N C H O R dot F M forward slash Culture hyphen Convo. And if you want to follow me along on the Facebook fan page, just uh, facebook.com and it's forward slash culture convo and the number one. Um, if you have any, you know, topics you want me to discuss or talk about, you can email me at ccwb.boston at gmail.com. And if you want to get on a, a episode, you know, I have Zoom and some other things and we can schedule up a time to where we can, you know, record these things like my goal is to just have these type of dialogue to get us to be better in our communities because I think that's what we feel like. We're getting away. We're doing all this individual stuff and we're getting away from the family structure and just like being together, even looking for compatibility in relationships. Like if you don't want to be in one, that's fine. But I think it's becoming culture that we just a isolated culture and it's not going to be good going down because that can lead to a zero birth rate. And once you do that, if you know anything about eugenics, you can cut off half your population by just doing that. So, again, I appreciate you guys listening. I hope that you continue to have these conversations as well as others in your personal uh, circles. And until next time, it's Culture Convo with Boston. Salute.